We the people in, in order, order to form a more perfect union. <laughs> Wipe that damn smile off your face. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that really hates your new haircut. You look fucking terrible. Right? You look you like. You paid for someone to do that to you? Look in the fucking mirror. My gosh. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father son time together. This is episode number 108. Great. Mm hmm. The 108th episode is the first episode I'm doing shirtless. <laughs> Why is that? Why do you not have a shirt on? So I had no shorts on, but I had like a sweatshirt on in my room, and it got really warm. Yeah, you've been and walking it, around the house just in underwear. What, what the hell has happened? So fucking what? We have lost control it's of this more household. more comfortable like that, and you can do it too. When, y- when y'all go out of town, I, fuck, dude, I'm, I'm always just in my undies. But I'm just, I'm not going to do it in front of everybody else. Why? One, it's your wife, and two, it's your son, who you really want to see who that? Went through several years of a boys' locker room where you just you don't see it. So you just want to see my wang too? You just want no? Me? I'm not saying I'm gonna see it. It's just saying like I... me and you both know the etiquette of the locker room. You just don't see it. <laughs> but you do and, see it. But not really. It do, I don't think it matters. But you know when somebody's naked. You, you're saying you don't see it. You fucking no, you, see it. But it's like it doesn't. You see it, it. doesn't matter to me. Well, you like seeing other people's peen. Does it doesn't matter? Does that equal like seeing it? No, it does. Just doesn't matter to me. Well, but it doesn't matter. It's like you're neutral to it. Yeah, if you walk, so you're if, not against seeing peen, but you're not exactly for seeing peen. So you're okay with seeing peen. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't bother me. I mean, if someone's like slinging it in my face, and I'm gonna hit him in the balls, but yeah. But just being in the locker room with a bunch of naked guys, it it doesn't phase me. I don't know. Given the choice, I prefer not to see peen. I'm I'm just going to go all the way to the other end and say, not a fan. And you're right in the middle saying, eh, eh, I could take it or leave it. I'm talking about in the context of just like walking around the house or the locker room or whatever. It's just like, I don't care. You, You would care if I walked around with a sweatshirt on and no bottoms at all. You would I care. I don't think I would. You 100% would care. I've seen, you used to just show your butt crack in the summer. Butt so cracks are different. Butt crack is pretty bad. No, it's not. Especially when it's, we're hairy butt dudes. Your no. butt crack's hairy. Butt cracks are nowhere near peen. They are gross, but I'm not seeing no, but your they're dick. Not, they're, I, I don't prefer to see butt cracks either, but give me. I'm not seeing your dick though. I'm, do you have like a big cutout in the front of your, your fucking underwear? No, I'm just saying exactly. if I was completely in your pain. If I was completely bottomless, I had nothing on. So if you're naked, you would, you would have a problem with that. <laughs> yes, I would. If I fucking Donald ducked it around the house and just had a top on. Yeah, and I, if I did that too, you'd well, hate that too. But course, I don't do that. I'm, so why are you bringing that up? I'm the one who's admitting that I'm not down with it. Yeah, you're I mean, you're I the would, one who's like, I don't care if I see it I or not. Be, you, but it's yours. <laughs> if I'm just walking around a locker room, yeah, I don't care. But actually naked anywhere else yeah i'm gonna care a little bit more but i was talking about if you wore your underwear it wouldn't matter i know it's just the only time i feel awkward about it is if mom's in the room you went out and uh and i don't feel as awkward about that anymore because i've just been doing it anyway you went out and got the mail in your underwear the other day yeah i didn't have any clothes on (laughs) no shirt yeah just underwear and i yelled hey i'm getting the mail in my underwear everybody Still got it. I don't really care. You ran a little faster back then. Whenever we go through the drive-thru and you think I'm going to put a shirt on? I, fuck, I don't care if you have a shirt on or not. You know what I wanted to do before you were born is... Uh, <laughs> get, get a vasectomy? <laughs> mom wouldn't let you. You know, with the first kid, the mom's like, oh, we need to go get family portraits made. And so we've got to go down to Sears or wherever's doing it. And, of course, I'm not allowed to wear what I want to wear. It's like, you know, you need to wear this. And, you know, and I'm like, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. And so we went and did it. And you get a bunch of different poses. And I was like, one of these poses, I want to take my shirt off. <laughs> and I just want to make it a normal pose. Like, nothing else is different, but I just want to not have a shirt on. That would be funny. She wouldn't let me do it. She was like, we can make funny faces and wear sunglasses. Well, I, I mean, was like, fuck. I think you're a no little fair. Bit, you're a pussy. 
I, I was What's she going to do if you take off your shirt? Oh, I'm signing the divorce papers right now. You know what? I, no, just like she's going to be like, oh my gosh, Vince, why'd you do that? Yeah. And then she's going to laugh about it the rest of her life. I know. We would have so the, you should have just been like, I'm doing it. We would have such great Bit. pictures. It would, it'd be so great, man. I would fucking hang that in the house. That'd be funny. Oh, man. I should have pushed for that. You, you should have just done it. There is no pushing required. I should have pushed There's, for your middle name, and I should have pushed for that. I should have pushed for a lot of things. There's no pushing required for the shirt takeoff thing, but there is... Just fucking take it off. But there's apologizing uh, that is necessary for the aftermath. They may have asked me to leave. They may not have allowed it. They may have been like, uh, we're, we're not an establishment like that, sir. <laughs> You're going to have to leave. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but we still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, so um, there's a fucking car parked in front of our house, and I don't know who the fuck it is. But they have a big fucking sticker on the back of their car. Yeah. It's uh, It's got the American flag. It's got the stars and stripes on it. And it's a big fucking letter Q. I wonder what that means. <sighs> it means I'm looking like a fucking idiot. Like I got some dumbass at my house. Because it's parked right in front of our house. Yeah? Throw a Molotov at it? I don't... I, the longer it stays there, the the more I, I'm worried that neighbors are going to think I'm a fucking idiot. Is it still there? Yeah. Yeah, it is. But... How fucking stupid can you be to to be a QAnon or whatever the fuck they're called? There's a really good uh, the vaccination special I think for South Park <laughs> was hilarious. They made the way they made fun of a QAnon or whatever. So like their teacher or whatever, the guy who was basically looked exactly like Trump in that show came back after Trump got not elected again. And all the people in the town still treated him like he was president. And there's a guy who was like, oh, Lord, what what have you have for us? And the guy was just trying to become a teacher again. So he's just saying, like, eat shit and balls or something. And so <laughs> then that guy goes and he's thinking about it. He has the epiphany. He gets all his buddies down in the basement, including the guy dressed like a Viking. He, oh. was, he, he was in the basement <laughs> with them. And he's like, eat shit and balls. And then he broke down the message and he's like, he wants us to do this or whatever. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I feel like that's probably pretty close to what it really is in I real know. life. They think that Trump is their savior and is going to rescue kids from being sexually assaulted and eaten by people like Hillary Clinton and Tom Hanks. That's scary, man, <laughs> that there's people that believe that. And it's scary that one of those motherfuckers parked in front of our house. There's a crazy person in our neighborhood right now. I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's weirded me out a little bit and uh, just uh, get the fuck out of here. That's kind of the way I feel about it. All right, next. Um, so I looked up uh, the ages of Bob Odenkirk, uh, Hutch yeah, from uh, Nobody, and uh, Christopher Lloyd. Guess their ages. Who the fuck is Christopher Lloyd? Doc Brown, who you oh, gave your bucket of chicken to. Christopher Lloyd is like fucking 92. and uh, 82. Actually? Yeah. Okay. He looks horrible. I mean, he's, you know, he's been around. I mean, your dad's 80. Yeah. Looks a lot better than him. Yeah, he does. And that guy looks like he's been, like, electrocuted a bunch of times or something. Well, I think time travel fucks you up the over DeLorean time. Yeah. was going so fast that it gave him 8,000 creases in his face. Maybe. Um, There's something to that. And Bob Odenkirk, he's got to be 54. 59. 59, wow. So you almost had a 60-year-old beating ass in that movie which is crazy to think about yeah because we were just assuming he was like 50 yeah I, for, for I, sake of the movie or whatever yeah he looks a whole lot older as saul he really he really looked younger in this he looks younger the beard and the haircut make him look younger in this movie and and then as saul i've only seen like the commercials for it he looks a lot paler and he has that nasty haircut yeah, I never finished Better Call Saul. I it wasn't loved, good, right? I loved Saul in uh, in in Breaking Bad. It was it was fantastic, and we were really really excited for Better Call Saul. And first season, we were like, okay, let's turn into Saul Goodman. Second season, all right, let's turn into Saul Goodman. Third season, all right, let's kill your brother Jimmy because he sucks. 
Fourth season, uh, when is this going to happen? Okay, he finally turned into Saul Goodman, kind of. And then it was just like... Uh, so what, he's a regular lawyer and then... No, and I mean... Saul he, Goodman means... He tries to be a regular lawyer. He's a and, bad lawyer. I don't know. It, it's... I just, I wish it would have been better. And, and maybe there's a big payoff. I have all of them taped um, the last season. We just didn't watch it. I, I'm going to have to revisit it because I really, really like him. And I, and it's directed by the same guy. And it had some of the same people from Breaking Bad in it. So I, I, I need to finish it. But it just was nowhere near what I thought it was going to be. Is it the latest season or the last season? I think it's the last season. Okay. Although it feels like there's like three years in between every season. Because I, like, I would forget about it and then it would come back on. I'd be like, oh, okay, it's coming on. So I hate when when shows do that. Yeah. Oh, real quick, I know I'm late to this party, but fucking Ted Lasso. Me and Olivia started watching it. Well, we fucking binge watched it one weekend. It is fantastic. It is so great. Jason Sudeikis, just phenomenal. If you've not seen it, I think um, you can get a seven day free trial on uh, Apple TV. It's only it's an Apple TV original. Get it. Watch that show. It is so fucking great. And I thought there was a second season. And so I was all excited. We're just going to fucking binge the second season. It doesn't come out till July. That's hard, man. That That's hard waiting for a show that you love to come back. Yeah. And I don't know if they'll release all the episodes, kind of like Netflix does. It'll like release the whole second season, or if it's going to be like an HBO thing where you're going to have to watch it like every Sunday or something. <sighs> that's so stupid. Oh, like Band of Brothers, man. Fucking The Sopranos. It was like every Sunday night, we get, oh, got to get home by a certain time to watch one of those shows. Mom so. wouldn't want to watch Band of Brothers. Oh, she watched Band of Brothers with me. Really? Oh, yeah. When it first came out on HBO, that's why I bought HBO, because I was like, I, I can't miss this shit. And again, that's something that I want you to sit down and watch with me sometime. You've wanted that for a while. I know. So we're going to have to plan it. Yeah. M- maybe maybe this summer we can just plan, okay, every Wednesday night we're going to watch two episodes, or, or just come up with something and just put it on a calendar. Yeah. All right. All right, uh, I'm assuming you have nothing for the lobby? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. So today's movie came out in 1979. Mm. <laughs> it is rated PG. It is one hour and 33 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 81%, IMDb 6.7 out of 10, and 90% of Google users like this movie. Okay. How are you feeling over there, man? Bad. Why? It's 1979. Okay. Have we done any 1970s movies? I'm sure we have. Well, we talked shit on Jaws. Yeah. That movie fucking sucks. <laughs> We've definitely so done many at people least hate one or you. two more. So many people hate you for saying uh, that. Well, then I would challenge them to sit and watch the movie, and the challenge is have a good time while watching Jaws. I, I think a lot of people will just say that it's, it's so well done and so well acted. It's not about how fake the fucking shark looks. Yes, it is. <laughs> Yeah, so if it's well done, then why doesn't the shark give a convincing performance of being a real shark? Because it was 1975, and that's oh, the best they could a, fucking it's do. It's a great movie regardless. Hey, it scared the fuck out of me when well, I was a yeah, kid. yeah, maybe you're a And everybody else. Blind little stupid No, it's something. just like everything else. It's come a long way since then, and if they did it today, it would be fucking CGI. But it and can't even scare kids. I, I was Probably re- 90s kids wouldn't have been scared by that. I know. Fucking kids born... I know. Like late 80s kids would not have been scared by that. Uh, There's no way. Well, the, we'll never know. The fucking blob in whatever movie that, the, the glob movie looked worse and scarier than Jaws, dude. Mm, I don't think so. The blob? The thing that like dropped acid on people and then absorbed them and like human heads were in it. We're going to have to revisit that because I have like, no idea what you're talking about. It's called The Blob, I think. Yeah. There was a blob in ni- like the 1950s and it's, it's or something, It's real too. small, and then it starts killing people, and it gets bigger and okay. like basically melts your body and absorbs you. And then it's like in the streets, and it's actually yeah. massive, and they have to blow it up Well, there's, like a gas tanker or something. Yeah, The Blob was big like in the 50s, so it's a remake. And I think we've talked about The Blob before because I think then we talked about wouldn't there be a good one called The Boob? There was just like a big boob that was just kind of bouncing around and squishing people. Sure. Yeah, I'd watch it. Booby trap. All right, let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say about this movie that I picked. In one scene, semi-transparent girls' gym tops (laughs) where nipples can be visible through the fabric. Okay. And there is... like a good movie. I side with Rotten Tomatoes now as well. Brief marijuana use. PG. I can see nipples and I can watch (laughs) people take illicit drugs. You, it's PG. You take marijuana? You taking that marijuana? I, I said it like that on purpose. All right. <laughs> this movie is called Rock and Roll High School. Oh, 
I I thought this was a cartoon. It is not a cartoon. So this movie right here, this gave me the idea of movie mugging because I decided that I wanted to start showing you guys movies that meant a lot to me or that I liked in my childhood. And so I bought that DVD years ago, planning on showing it to you and your sister, and I just I never did. And so then I thought, wouldn't it be cool to be able to show him movies and make something out of it, like a podcast? And that's uh, how Movie Mugging was born. So this movie is like uh, one of the sperms that fertilized the egg that became Movie Mugging. So is this the movie that has the yellow letters? Or is that is that like Grammar Rock or something? Oh, that's Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> okay, I, okay. I was like, that's why I thought it was a cartoon, because... I'd seen that. And Rock and Roll High School and Schoolhouse Rock or whatever, pretty close in title. Mm. You, you can't blame me okay, now for I can't. never seeing either of them <laughs> oh, to, fucking to mix them up. Schoolhouse like. Rock was so great. It was cartoons, and they tricked you into learning. And School, uh, School of Rock was even greater. Well, yeah. But Schoolhouse Rock, like, we could only watch cartoons on Saturday morning. And so, like, um, the Justice League or Scooby-Doo, they would end, and there would be, like, three minutes left before like 10 o'clock before the next show came on. So ABC rolled out Schoolhouse Rock and they taught you about nouns. A noun is a person, place, or thing. I've heard that. And then they, uh, I know the fucking preamble to the Constitution because of Schoolhouse Rock, but I, I have to sing it. and See, you know it too. We the people in, in order, order to form, form a more perfect union, union establish justice and promote domestic tranquility, <laughs> provide for the common defense, Whoa. promote the general <laughs> welfare, and establish justice and ensure domestic tranquility. No, we already did that. <laughs> for ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this constitution. Oh. <laughs> Let's do it, the chipmunks. Like the United right. States of America. And then I'm just a Bill and lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. So Saturday morning cartoons, whenever I heard that, because I've heard that phrase tons of times, mm-hmm. I didn't know that cartoons only played on Saturdays. No, I they thought didn't. that was just like a saying because it, there's something magical about being a kid and waking up Saturday morning, no school. You got nothing to do for the whole day and just watching cartoons. Oh, it's fucking magical. So, but, but it, yeah, but I thought that's what the whole saying was. It ended at noon, though. But there were cartoons like in the very early morning. Like I remember there was Mighty Mouse and Felix the Cat would come on, but it was early, like 6 30, 7 o'clock. So that's I might see I would a little bit Tom and Jerry before I went to school. But no, if you wanted to watch fucking Bugs Bunny and Scooby Doo and the super, the super Friends and Hong Kong Fooey and, and all the greatness. <laughs> that was Saturday morning cartoons. You had to get up early on Saturday morning and you would fucking binge until noon and then something stupid would come on. And like dad would come out and change the channel. It was fucking magical. I would get up. My mom would hear me. She would make me some chocolate milk with that quick powder. Gross. Yep. And she'd stir it up for me and then I'd sit down with a straw and then like I'd suck at the bottom where there was still some of the powder granules. part. (laughs) I'd drink that and I'd just fucking sit there like I was fucking hypnotized and watched Saturday morning cartoons. It was fucking magical. It was magical. But speaking of magical, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 1979's Rock and Roll High School. Yeah. All right, let me just give it the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about uh, a young lady named Riff Randall. And she is a rock and roller, mm-hmm. and she goes to a high school called Vince Lombardi High, and uh, there is an evil new principal named Miss Togar who wants to just lock the place down and just make it a really, really shitty school to be at. Yeah. And so Riff Randall... Saves the day. Yeah, <laughs> with the help of the Ramones, I guess. It, it's a story for a while, then it's a Ramones concert, and then it's the uh, the climax. Yeah. All right, let's see what the internet has to say real quick. The internet did not have much to say. A teenager and her friends get even with their principal to music by the Ramones. (laughs) They are very concise. That works for me. So Riff Randall is played by PJ Souls, not a household name or anything. And I'm sure you... Did did you recognize her at all? She looked familiar, but I... I didn't really think much about it. So I think the last movie she did before this was Halloween. 
She was the girl who uh, was in bed, and the guy came in. Michael Myers came in and, wearing yeah. the ghost outfit her, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, did did her boyfriend end up on a wall with a knife through him? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think you saw her boobies in it too. If okay. I'm not mistaken. Probably, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who else it would have been. When this movie came out, so th- this wasn't a movie that came like on TV very often. This was one of those that I think when Poisons cable the mind of the youth. Well, when, when cable TV came out, I think I stumbled across it. I'd heard of the Ramones before, but the Ramones they were kind of a not a forbidden band or anything, but it was something that I didn't really know much about. They were like punk rock or something, mm-hmm. and I hadn't even heard them until I watched this movie. So this movie was my first introduction into the Ramones, and of course, after watching this, yeah, I'm a fucking Ramones fan at uh, what um, twelve years old or something like that. Man, I had the hots for Riff Randall. Yeah, she's pretty. She did something to my pants back when I was a teenager, <laughs> for sure, man. Gosh, I love that girl. I, her friend was prettier. Kate Rambo. As soon as she's on the screen, I'm like, why are they making like this a uh, really hot chick a nerd? <laughs> like, well, so she's supposed to be like the like uglier, looked over friend, you know? And I was like, okay, come on, that's immediately ruining a little bit of the narrative for me, but I get it. In the '70s and I guess the early '80s. If you just wanted to make somebody unattractive, you put glasses on them. I mean, that, like that hey, was fuck you no, guys. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's not like that Glad now. I didn't live back then because I've had glasses. You know what? Fucking most four. most kids did not have glasses, and if you did, you kind of got called a nerd in in my days. Okay, I mean <laughs> that, that sucks. And so but... it does suck, but that's what they did to her. They threw some big fucking glasses on her, they, and, they it, and it supposedly made her unattractive, which was ridiculous. And then they had the supposedly like 17 year old lady who just basically wore like a bikini to school every day <laughs> like what the, every scene she was in she was in like the most revealing I know. clothing possible and i'd never really noticed her because my eyes were always fixated on riff but i mm-hmm. noticed her a lot today she reminded me to phoebe cates from uh fast times the girl who got out of the mm. out of the pool she had dark hair mm-hmm. and that that's it yeah that's i noticed her a lot more this time I, I tended to notice a lot of things that i didn't notice the first probably 100 times that I've, <laughs> I've seen this movie but i haven't seen it in like 20 25 years probably really oh yeah it's been a long long time it it doesn't come on tv like this well yeah but i i don't know i i figured it'd be something you'd have revisited before. yeah i just did I just did. Yeah. Yeah, it'd been a really long time, and I was really, really worried that it was just going to be... I mean, look, I knew what it was. It, yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a cult movie. It's it's a ridiculous comedy, but I was a little bit worried that it was just going to be really, really stupid, but man, I, I still enjoy it. Me, I did too. <laughs> I still enjoy the hell out and of it. And there that. wasn't really anything they did wrong, and there are a couple of things where I was like, okay, what yep, the hell? Yep, uh, But most of the time, it was fine. And most of the time when I have an okay, what the hell moment, it, it was still fine. It was just like, oh, come on. So Principal Togar. She was uh, hot too. You thought so? She was like eight feet tall though. So, <laughs> and I feel like she's probably not that as tall as she looked in the movie. Yeah, they made her look. But they, they made her look a lot like scarier. <laughs> I like the, the hall monitor who had the super hots for her too. Is like writing fan fiction about her. <laughs> yeah, and her and luscious I, thighs. I long for your luscious thighs. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I can't see him under that modest skirt. So I looked it up uh, as we were watching, and Riff Randall was 29 uh, during this. <laughs> there wasn't one high school kid in this movie at all. No, not even close. <laughs> no. So Riff Randall was 29. Guess how old Joey Ramone was? Hmm. Younger than her. Yeah, he's 28 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, wow, they were in their almost 30. Yeah, yeah. In 1979, yeah, they're old. Yeah, born in 1950 and 1951. This movie kind of went along with the narrative of rock and roll music was evil. I like that narrative. And when like Elvis came out, parents went crazy. He was too sexual because of the way he moved his hips. But really, in the late 70s and early 80s, there was an all-out attack by the establishment on rock and roll and what its is evils. The establishment, the it's government, like the man, you know. Probably the Christian conservative right. I, I don't know, man. People but, you just don't trust anyways? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no matter the circumstance, do not trust those people. But parents bought into that bullshit and really went on the attack against bands like Ozzy and Judas Priest well, and I things mean, like that. I can that. understand Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> he, he ruined his life with drugs. 
and bit the head off a bat. He did, and pissed uh, on the Alamo. <laughs> he did a lot of <laughs> a lot of things that were probably worse than anything the Ramones have ever done. He snorted a line of ants one time yeah, that, too. See, that's a great role model right yeah. there. And I saw Judas Priest. I mean. If we're going to talk about how Elvis was too sexual, then about like tight leather pants. <laughs> it's a little too sexual for me. I've seen Ozzy in concert twice. I've seen Judas that Priest. I so fucking cool. loved rock and roll music. So while I was digging on that, local churches were like attacking it. And one of my buddies, Ty, he uh, his mom made him go to church every Wednesday and every Sunday. Yeah. And I fucking hated the fact that he let her do that. I was like, fucking rebel, man. <laughs> Rock and roll. Don't, don't put up with that a, shit. Don't be a poser. Yeah. Fucking Ty. So he he told me one, one night that his mom was making him go to a Wednesday night thing, but he said they were going to be attacking rock and roll music. He's like, you should come. Bring a Molotov and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he did say I should come, so I, I put in my fake earring. <laughs> you, you brought a stiletto? I, Which way do you go? I had long, I had long <laughs> hair. Attack the youth pastor? <laughs> <laughs> I should have. But I, I put in, I have like this fake earring that I made, <laughs> like out of, a, you know, those spiral notebook things. I like <laughs> yeah, I cut, you, you cut, cut one Yeah, out. I did. I did. I bet that would hurt to leave on. I mean, I didn't press it real, real tight, but I pressed it enough to where, you know, it, <laughs> it hung on there and it looked like an earring. And of course, I had long hair. Did you get like a leather vest? No, but I, I wore... Spiked, <laughs> spiked wristbands. I, I probably either wore my my Aussie jersey or my Motley Crue or <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I came prepared to uh, to look like what they... Combat what, boots. What, what they hated. And... Really, we didn't do too much. <laughs> they sat there and were like... They like played some Quiet Riot or something. They're like, how many of you like this music? And I fucking shot my hand up as quick as I could and tied it too. And that's about all we did to rebel. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, stuck I, it to the man. I went there with... In the man's house. Yep. I went there with plans, but we didn't... <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how it always We goes. didn't carry them out. Like, I went in there wanting to do the rock and roll high school. We're just going to fucking take over the church, you know? Some, but it's two of you against some, a bunch of people. Some rock band's going to show up and help us. Oh, I stuck it to the man that day, though. Yeah, your best chance was a Molotov. Oh, man. Yeah, so... I, I want to throw a Molotov someday. I do, too. I do, too. I mean, we <laughs> probably could get ingredients, all, all the ingredients we need at a store. I mean, do you, don't you just put, like, some gasoline in a bottle and put a rag in it, light it on fire, and throw it? Yeah. Okay, we can get that in the garage right now. <laughs> yeah. I just let we me... don't have any glass bottles. Fuck, I got some Coronas in the fridge. But no, I want like, one of those. I want out. like a big wine bottle, like the green ones. I want to throw a green Molotov. Okay, at like a car, at that Q car that was in front of our house. <laughs> if it's still there, man. No, at, at the person. This is what Q wanted. <laughs> okay, Molotovs are so cool. Molotovs are cool. <laughs> They're like the coolest. I don't think you can probably find much that's cooler than a Molotov. I think my switchblade's pretty cool. No, I was gonna say <laughs> we're on the same page. Butterfly knives are probably cooler. Okay, so so rank these weapons that every teenager thought were the most kick-ass weapons of all time. Spike ball catapult? No, come on. It could, <laughs> something yeah. that you could actually get your hands on. So let's let's just say um switchblade. Okay. Uh nunchucks, <laughs> uh brass knuckles, and a butterfly knife. So, so butterfly knife one, obviously. The best? Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I I flipped them. I'm biased. I, I know. Um you're so cool. Mm, I love switchblades are super cool because you just flip it open and you stick them. You don't even flip it. You just press well, a button. Well, yeah, and it you press a button and it flips open. Damn right. And then you just stick it in somebody and yep. then it's over. Mm -hmm. You've won the fight yep. with your leather vest and your just like they did your 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 ripped up jeans. You know, switchblades. That's your white what white t shirt under yeah. it with the with the sleeves rolled up with the thing of cards. That's what gangs did, man. That's what gangs did. Fucking West Side Story. I know you never finished watching that, but there was a big there's, switchblade there's a fight at the out. end, and dude killed a dude with the switchblade, man. Wow, I thought those gangs were immortal. We need to revisit that. Just for the sake of for the sake Maybe, of the show, I'm, I'm not picking that. I've, so I've, if you want to make it jump to number one in your line of like 189, then be my guest. I've told the story before. I went to the library over the summer and I brought home a bunch of DVDs and I, I saw that, so I brought it home. You didn't and, burn any of them. No, and I, no and, one think about that. You didn't burn it. No, I, I never. I don't pirate things because I couldn't figure out how to pirate DVDs. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> That's yeah, like a different only, thing only altogether. CDs, yeah. So um, <laughs> I told Jack that this was a uh, a movie about gangsters, and he said, like, the Bloods and the Crips, and I'm like, yes. I was probably, what, 11? Probably, probably. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, press play, and we're sitting there watching it and sitting there watching it, and then they start dance fighting or something. Well, so what? the first red flag, definitely, <laughs> was they're going down this alley, and I just remember they're like, not walking at full height. Like their knees are like <laughs> bent and they're like, <laughs> and they're singing like, where are the jets? Where are the jets? Or like some bullshit like that. And I remember being real pissed at you because you made me watch that. I didn't make you watch like, very much of it. <laughs> but you tricked me. Yeah, I did. It was a dirty trick. <laughs> it and was it, a good trick. It was a funny trick. Yeah. Um, I would do that on my kids. Fuck yeah. Times. That's I one would, of the, I would just, torture my kids with with mental tricks like that i'm I'm smarter than you and i'm gonna do this (laughs) and it's gonna bother you and it's gonna be funny to me and you're gonna cry which is gonna be like my wife's gonna kill me but i mean it's funny it's the perks of parenting and (laughs) and you're smarter than someone for like (laughs) like 25 years it's a lot of fun and i had a lot of fun at your expense I'll, I'll fully admit it. I know. Doesn't every parent? They should. If they don't, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. All right. So butterfly knife, then Number switchblade, one. or I think nunchuck. Really? I, well, I mean, how cool would it be yeah. to be a nunchuck master? Because one, no one is. So if you're on the street and you're like have your shirt off, and there's like a tiger claw scratch, like you know, like three like scars in a row across <laughs> yep. your washboard abs, Gosh. and you got your you're like your pants and your they your exposed tall white socks and your black shoes like Michael Jackson socks and shoes but mm-hmm. with like martial artist pants. Okay. Like Bruce Lee. Yeah. I'm- and you're just. What do you think people are gonna do in this day and age? Especially people are gonna be like if they don't have a gun, obviously, and they if they don't Indiana Jones you, <laughs> then they're gonna be like, I don't want to fuck with this guy. He's gonna hit me with the nunchucks in my temple and I'm gonna die on impact. So here's the thing about nunchucks. Yeah, I guess it's kind of cool that you're doing and under your arm and by your thigh and around your neck and stuff. But really, all you got to do is swing it. It's, it's right, like that's, a hammer. That's all you got to do is you got to hold it and swing it. You don't but have to do all that so, shit. You're saying it's so cool. a nunchuck master. I mean, just you fucking swing it. That's, that's okay, what you okay. do. I'll say as a weapon, not second. I'll, I'll just do it as weapons and yeah, not with what's... Not showing off. Yeah, not, what, not what's with a tat. Right? Not, yeah, whatever. So switchblade second. Um, what was the other one? Brass knuckles. Oh, yeah, nunchucks and brass knuckles. Okay. Now brass knuckles attached to a knife. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Because then you just punch him in the face and you stab him in the neck or something, <laughs> and then it's over. You won. Ah, oh, you're so violent. Brass knuckles are pretty bad though, because if you get hit by one mm-hmm. of those, it's gonna crush your cheekbone. Yeah. And you're probably not gonna get back up if they get a real good one on you. Yeah, but when they were attacking rock and roll music back in the 70s and 80s, there was they were always talking about hidden messages in it. And they were always talking about if you play this like backwards, Q. Fucking Q and it, it'll tell you to kill yourself and worship the devil and all these things. It, people were crazy. Like, so what? I, it's a song. <laughs> it was it's like I, it was I, a nutty time. And, and like school, there was a feeling, and I don't think the feeling is true anymore, and, and you can tell me if it is or it didn't, but back back when I was a kid... You and the school were enemies. You, it wasn't that you just didn't like school. You were enemies. And and so with a movie like this where the kids took over the school and they were riding motorcycles in it and shredding papers and throwing it out the window and ultimately blowing it up. It empowered you? Fucking fantasy, man. Because yeah. we just hated it. We... With a passion, because it would it like tried to censor who you were, and like back in my day, there were certain things you couldn't do, certain things you couldn't wear. Kids wear whatever the fuck they want to now. But I was like, there were only a handful of kids that had long hair in junior high, and I was one of them. And then there were only two of us who had earrings, and I was one of them. Mm-hmm. And every morning, the assistant principal would come down and come to my room and make sure that I didn't have my earring in. And if I did, he'd call me in the hall. Your lightning bolt? Yep, make me take it out. I have that. And as soon as he'd leave, I'd put it back in. And it was just a, fuck you. I mean, it was such a, just a rebellious time. And It's different now. Yeah. Because to me, school was never the enemy as much as I hated school. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the, the actual, like, building and everyone in it and everyone who stands for it. It was like... I'd rather just sleep in of course. and not have to go do work that it doesn't apply to me. Like, none of high school has applied to me. I've, I'm good at English, so okay. 
I've read some Shakespeare, fuck off. Right. I'm never going to need to do math. I don't even remember algebra. <laughs> like, al- I don't know. None of none of high school and most of middle school, if it's not specialized information, it's useless for the rest of your life. Unless you're going to be a mathematician, then what is algebra, calculus, and geometry? What does that have to do with anything? And if you need it for later in life, just fucking learn it later in life, you know? And so I hated that, and I hated teachers who were not good people because it's like they're not human. They they hate their job. They hate kids. Why are you a teacher? So I, I hated those people, and I certainly wanted to throw some of them out a window. Well, one of them, really. Uh, <laughs> Coach Benji. Uh, <laughs> I hated that guy, and he hated me too. And I, I made sure I, I let him know that I hated him. And... <laughs> He had ways of letting me know he hated me too. <laughs> he started to ignore me though, and then he passed me with the seventy-one for the year. Oh, that's and nice. I, I stopped doing work in his class. I didn't do tests. I would just circle stuff and like throw it, and then. Well, he passed you. You can't carry that hate on. Oh fuck that guy! He just didn't want to deal with me again. But then there are cool teachers who are real people and not some sort of fucking learning robot, who they recognize you as a real person. And teachers who make a genuine connection with students, they're just the best. Like, I had a really cool English teacher and a really cool chemistry teacher the same year, sophomore year, and I wasn't a good kid. And I think my chemistry teacher knew that. But he was really nice to me, and I I had a desk next to his for the whole year, and he would help me out, and he just talked to me like I was real. And then my English teacher... He heard my friends talking about how they were going to do acid later. And he was like, you guys might not want to talk about that super loud. He's like, if I don't hear it, doesn't bother me. Just don't say it real loud. You got to be careful if like a principal walks in. He was like being cool. He's a cool person who's not going to trip over that shit. No pun intended, you know? Mm. Like, Why not? But if some, te- some good pun. If some teachers heard that, They'd send you straight to the office, and it's just like, they're just a kid in high school. You might want to let a counselor or somebody know. I mean, yeah, but, like, it's illegal, though. So they they could get in big trouble. For talking about it? No. Not for well, talking about it. Well, I mean, if they had it, or if some, like, it's in their car or some shit, uh, like, well, I mean, to I mean, me, like, if I heard a high schooler saying that, I'd be more inclined to warn him about the safeties mm-hmm. that you need to take and the dangers, rather than send him to the office or get him in trouble with authorities, you know? Yeah, but... but that could get me fired. Exactly. Which because is why then... I'll never, ever become a teacher, <laughs> because you can't be a cool one without taking risks. And fuck children. And school. We don't need school. Uh, I don't think... That's not true. I mean, I, I honestly, the only thing valuable from school is social skills. I disagree. And still, look at me, I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucking 20. No, I think school's important. I, but I think it is certain you with the schedule. Or well, something no, like. but I, I mean, it helps your brain to learn different things, and that's important for your brain. But I think at some certain point, like in middle school, they should really look at kids and go, you know what, you suck at math. Let's let you concentrate on something else. Yeah, you are not a like science a, kid. Let's find something else for you to do instead of just shoving this fucking bullshit down everybody's throats that will not apply. I will never do anything that has to do with math. I, I won't because I suck at it. So why did I have to take all this fucking You'll math to graduate? You'll never carry a calculator with you everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I obviously, my generation had phones, so they never said that, mm-hmm. but that that's a funny saying to me. Yeah, they did that with us, and then we got those calculator watches. Like, look right here, motherfucker. I wear it on my arm all the time. In seventh grade, they started making you like branch out so you can choose the public education path or the business path. And like all those things, and it would stick with you throughout high school too. <laughs> I was in ready, set, teach in my junior year because I chose the the public education because I thought maybe I'd be like a first grade teacher for uh, like, no like, fucking way. Like I was in seventh grade, I wasn't a bad kid yet, <laughs> and I thought that might be nice. Wow, I'm not a businessman. Like I'm not gonna do business STEM. Science, technology, engineering, and math. No comment. And I don't remember the other ones. So I'm like, well, fuck, maybe I'll help people. <laughs> like, sure. Maybe I'll be a therapist or some shit. Thank God I <laughs> left that school. All right. So it's first day of school. You walk in to your first grade classroom. You're like, hey, boys and girls, my name is Mr. Jack. And here's <laughs> some of my rules. Let, let's hear them. 
Let's hear what you would say to your kids as soon as you walk in that classroom. Number one, fuck off, don't whine. Number two, wipe that damn smile off your face. Real rules. Um, I think that smile would be gone after you tell them to fuck off or whatever. Well, they don't know what that word means, unless their parents fight, maybe, but <laughs> I won't mess with those kids. They got enough problems. I mean, I don't know, like, be respectful, don't hurt each other, don't play the game. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> Why not? not? It's a fun game. Not where I can see it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what a fun game. That's bro. how I met your mother, man. That's how I knew she was the one. I mean, I don't know. I, I'd probably give them goldfish. <laughs> I don't know. But the whole reason I brought that up is because with that whole like career path bullshit that I hated. Um, it's not a bad idea. The, I was in the computer lab for the class where she talked about it the most. And so we had to go to these free aptitude test websites mm. that they told us to go to and do our stuff. And I got tow truck driver twice. And I was like, okay, the first time I was like, okay, faulty. And then the second time I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I, will, I felt attacked. Like, I will not be a tow truck fucking driver. It's never too late. <laughs> and then it's like fast forward. 15 years mm -hmm. and I have like a horseshoe haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and you're telling, you're telling towing stories on lobby time. <laughs> I got, got my trucker hat. I got one of those, like, you know, those like puffy coats that yep. have all the different sections on them. Like I have that, but it's a vest and I got a green flannel underneath it. Just sweating. I had a, a real prominent double chin cheeseburger on the dash. <laughs> You know, they did something in this movie that I used to do. They camped out for tickets. I'm <laughs> glad I've never done that. Yeah, whenever um, a big concert was coming into town, you could t you you could camp out at a couple places. You could camp out at the Ticketmaster main outlet, or you could camp out at Sears, which would also sell tickets from Ticketmaster. So we would get there. Tickets would usually go on sale either Friday or Saturday morning, like at 10 o'clock. And uh, so we would get there at about... 6.30 the night before, the evening before, and we would just camp out and just stay there all night long. But I used to I used to pick up tickets for my friends. I remember one day, it was a, uh, a Friday, and I got, uh, I think it was Aerosmith tickets. So I skipped school, but I show up just to hand out the tickets uh, people gave me money to to get. At school? Uh-huh. That's awesome. It was pretty cool. It was I, pretty I cool. You, everyone probably thought you were so badass. They did. That. I thought I was pretty badass I mean, about that, too. Yeah. I never skipped skip school, not all the way. I at least attended first period. Mm -hmm. Cross-country practice was before school. Then first period, you go in one of the cross-country coaches' classes, and you sit in there for the whole period. And it's a study hall, or you eat a snack and just talk to your bros. And so I'd pretty much normally always attend that period. And then maybe after that, I'd walk out to my car. Once I got a car, the power, it shifted hands. Where did you go? Home? You came home? Because yeah. we were both working and we had no idea. I mean, I've gone home before. And I, I mean, I called you before. Well, yeah. Where I was in like a really bad place um, where I just couldn't handle being there. It was nice. I mean, it's like, oh, I just turned 16. Oh, I got the family car. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm a, after a cross-country practice, I'm going to drive my friends to the donut shop across the street. We're going to get fuckloads of donuts, go back to class, share it with our other friends, eat all of it. And then I'm going to go the fuck home. <laughs> like, I don't have time for this. When you know, sit in bed and stare at the ceiling and disassociate. <laughs> Once you pop your skipping school cherry, then it's just so much easier. Yeah. It's so it, much easier. It becomes one of those things where it's like, uh, do I want to go to school? And you're like, you have the power not to, and you only have the devil on your shoulder. I pretty much always went to school, but then I would just leave because I wanted to hang out with my friends. So I would go there and we'd be like, you want to go? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> and sometimes we just go and we go to this place called Poncho's and just get a whole lot of tacos and bring them home to my place and play video games. And my dad was actually pretty cool about it. <laughs> he just wanted me to graduate. He like pulled me aside one time and he said, look, I, just graduate. Okay, just graduate. And so I saw that as the, uh, <laughs> the, the green, green light. light to do whatever the fuck I wanted Damn. to do. So he would come home and me and all my friends be playing uh, on the computer, playing video games. He'd be, he'd be like, what are y'all doing here? I was like, uh, it's snow day, dad. And he would just be like, all right. <laughs> it's like, well, hadn't snowed in six years. Yeah, no, my mom never knew about any of that stuff, I don't think. And 
So I had a couple of ways that I, I got away with it sometimes, and then other times I didn't. A friend of mine that lived on the street, he ended up getting cancer, and he was really good friends. Um, I did not see that coming. Yeah, with, with the family that the lady was the attendance clerk for my last name. And so sometimes I would go down there. They'd like send a pass for me. I had to go down there and explain why I wasn't in school or whatever. So sometimes I'd get to talking to her about my buddy who, who had cancer and we would just talk for a while and then she would just sign my pass and I would just go back to class. Oh. Other times she'd be like, you got to go see, uh, God. Like, fuck you. What the fuck's his name? Fuck uh, you. I, can't, I, fuck. I just can't remember his name. Uh, but I'd have to go see the AP, and I'd go in there, and he'd want to give me detention. You'd be like, my buddy. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. I didn't milk it. I just used it. <laughs> uh, so I'd go in there, and uh, he'd always want to give me detention, and I'd tell him I'm not coming to detention. <laughs> just go ahead and give me licks. So, like, at first, I'd go in there, and I would just... I knew the drill. I'd take my wallet out of my back pocket, and I'd <laughs> lean over the chair, and he'd give me swats with the paddle. And then he knew that wasn't working because I kept on fucking doing it. So then he's like... Uh, you're going to come to Saturday detention. I'm like, I'm not going to come to Saturday <laughs> detention. Like, I'm not you might as well give me licks right now. And my dad backed me up on it because I told him, I was like, I'm not going. He's like, you don't have to go to school on Saturday. Yeah. That's, that's bullshit. That's the most bullshit invention. Yeah. So I, I never went and I was just got licks. And then sometimes, um, you know, the attendance clerk would get me out of it. So <laughs> I never really got in just too much trouble. They weren't really sending kids to alternative school back then for, for skipping. It was more like yeah. you got caught with drugs or you were a big fighter or something like that. I think my best way of leaving school early, which it wasn't that early, it was one of the later periods in the day, but I was in math, and I just asked to go to the bathroom to the teacher. I got up, I put all my things in my bag, zipped it up, put my backpack on, I just walked out the door. She didn't say anything. It's like... Hey, girls get to take their purses and stuff with them when they go to the bathroom. I so. took all my belongings, and I'm going the fuck home. But I, I just loved that. She must have seen that I was having some issues. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so just just let me go. Yeah, so Riff Randall wrote Rock and Roll High School for the Ramones, and they went to the concert, which it was fucked up because Miss Togar, she had like powers that are illegal that, that went so far beyond just being a, an administrator of a school. Like Riff Randall camped out to to get concert tickets, and she got them like for the whole school, and everybody had them, and. She's like, give me your tickets. And like, they just, they fucking manhandled her and, and took the tickets away from her. I would her. have been like, no. Right? Who are your fucking like illegal subordinates too? Like, oh, the hall monitors? Yeah. Like, that's not a <laughs> the thing. The Gestapo. She just had like two kids who could have been in that high school. They're like the Hitler youth, oh, the Togar youth. Yeah. And it was bullshit. She had like these two like bootlicking Boy Scouts working for her. And, like, they were just patting people down, yeah. being pervy on girls yep. while doing it. And so, I w like, at that point, like, like what would you do? So you got your ticket to your favorite band. Yeah. And these two weird-looking, like, freak kids, and they're like, pat down or whatever, and they both come running at you. What are you doing? You pulling out the blade? You you letting some shots fly? Who's who's the band? Your favorite band. So so if so, you're like 13 uh, ACDC. Yeah. So there'd have been blood. <laughs> if you want blood, you got it. Yeah. It'd have been on. <laughs> yeah, it was you versus those two. If it was me and I and I'm in high school and they're trying to take my concert tickets that I probably overpaid for, I would have been and my friends in there too cuz you got a friend in there as well. Yeah. They're taking both your tickets. Nope. It's a 2v2. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, same. We would have crushed those guys. I was never very big in high school, but like I, I wouldn't say, either. I had that psycho factor. Mm -hmm. I'd have fought like a Wolverine. They're not very big either. <laughs> yeah. And watch out. You just poke the bear. High school was bad. High school sucks. High school was really bad. For like me. school in general just sucks. And it wasn't. I just fucking hated it. It wasn't a school. It was. I feel like high school could have been fine for me. I think high school uh, in an alternate reality where I wasn't fucked up. I think a lot of people. It was like they loved it and they would love to go back. But I'd go back. I'd make amends. Oh. I'd play my cards different. Yeah. I want to go back to my, my old pizza job and just clobber that kid. No. You'd be in prison right now if you did to that kid what you wanted to do. No, not that. Oh. I'm not going to go back and kill the kid. <laughs> I would have just walked up to him, broken his nose, maybe broken a rib while he's down on the ground, and then threw my hat on the ground. I actually like that hat, so I would have kept the hat. I would have Indiana jones it on my way out the door and just left. <laughs> Never to talk to my meth head manager again. 
Actual meth head. Yeah. <laughs> Charity. <sighs> that name doesn't give it away for you. Yeah. She was apparently in her 30s. I thought she was in her 50s. If your name's Charity, you're either dancing on a pole or you're doing meth. At some point in your life. Not saying you can't get cleaned up, but come on. She was in her 30s. She looked like if you put like a leather bag in a washing machine. <laughs> what? And like a, she looked bad. Wow. Her skin was bad. Man. Like lots of creases and things. And she didn't have, how many teeth do a, does a human normally have? Uh, like 32? I have no idea. If, if a human has 32 teeth, then she probably had about 17. And they didn't all look very good. But she was really cool. She let me hit her vape. <laughs> and I was 16. She let me hit her vape in the back of the shop. You put something in your mouth that she'd had in her mouth. When I was 16, you knowing everything, do you think I thought very straight? I saw red at that job with that kid. Yeah. And someone who actually saw red, not thinking very straight all the time, who car surfed to take out the garbage. I had a friend drive my car, and I got on the I got on the top with the garbage. Uh, so anyway, she writes uh, rock and roll high school, gives it to the Ramones. The Ramones show up at the high school. They take over the high school. They come out. They sing that song. They, they blow, blow up the high up. school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the end. The I used end. to like wish that like a tornado would destroy my school. <laughs> <laughs> the wind certainly just picked up in here as soon as I mentioned the tornado. <laughs> Come on, feel the noise. Exactly. But yeah, the fucking Ramones. I, I don't understand I would, Gabba Gabba Hey, though. I, I mean, don't know. What is that? It's Ramone stuff, man. Don't worry about it. And they're but, mostly all weird looking, but they're like brothers. They're, they have to be. they're not brothers. Uh, yeah, I know, but. They're a band that's probably better heard than seen. I mean, and it's not really there. It's not a they kind of thing. <laughs> And the, the guitarist with the, like, bowl, elongated bowl cut. That was a little rough. But he looked cool jamming out, though, swinging yeah. all that hair. So Joey, uh, rest in peace. Oh, he's dead? Uh, I think all of them are. Uh, I know oh, at least man. three of them are. Poor, poor Joey. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad he was rich and a rock star, you know? <laughs> Riff Randall was all into him. Like, he's the most handsome man in the world. And it's like, and it's you like, could have uh, gone for a different Ramon. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but as far as Ramon's music goes, Blitzkrieg Bop, I couldn't do this. It'd, it'd take me forever, and I would agonize over it. But if I was to lay out my top 100 rock and roll songs of all time, for sure, Blitzkrieg Bop would be in it. I want to be sedated. I think I like it better than Blitzkrieg Bop. I mean, Blitzkrieg Bop is like the classic one, though, you know? But I want to be sedated, I think, was on... It was either on a Guitar Hero game I played when I was young, or it was on one of the Tony Hawk games that I would play. Because I think it was Tony Hawk, because I think I remember being on that cruise ship. You remember? Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I, you could play as a surfer guy and like Darth Maul. You could get some serious air on the cruise ship. That, that, that was, was a fun a, level. And then like, there's those chicks that are like sunbathing at the top. Uh -huh. And if you like ran into them, it'd make like the slap noise. You get knocked off. All right. A couple more things I want to want to touch on. I want an Eagle Bauer Enterprises shirt. Yes, I forgot the guy's last name, but I, I like him a lot. Yeah, so he's he's set up shop in the boys' room, the bathroom. To me, he's kind of like Damone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's he's more likable than Damone. Well, yeah, for sure. but he's he's the businessman, and and people <laughs> are like waiting in line to see him, and he's like in a bathroom stall. But when you go in there, it opens up into like this big room that he's got decorated <laughs> like a nice and stuff. Office, and they're like, "What do you want today?" His uh, desk has like that tent thing that says Mister Eagle Bauer yep, on it. Yep. People go in there, what can I do for you today? I want to get laid. Okay, who? Uh, let, let me see. Oh, this would be a perfect girl for you, and I'm going to help you do it. And mm -hmm. Oh, man, he, he got uh, he got the dude a, a, a van with like carpet all throughout it. And, and a uh, mirror on the ceiling, so when you're making love. And, and a waterbed in the van. And I wouldn't want a waterbed. I had a waterbed for a while. It would get too hot. It was, it? Like, it was like the coolest thing to have, like in the... In, in the 70s and 80s. And, and Edward no, it didn't get hot unless you had the heater on. If you didn't have the heater on, it got cold. Oh. Yeah. But, but no, it, like, it, like not a good cold. You cough once at night and you don't stop moving. Well, it, it depends on how much water you put in it. it I mean, it was, it was a fad, basically. I, I always wanted one. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember when I sat on one for the first time at somebody's house, I was like, holy shit, this... 
if you get up one of these, you've made it, right? Well, what if something happens and it just busts? Oh, it always happens. Yeah. Something happened with mine and got a hole in it, but you could patch them. I mean, Edward Scissorhands is the first time I saw the not working waterbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. I need to revisit it. Yeah. Maybe pick it sometime. Don't really think we really talked much about the movie, but it was a, it was a, a rebellious girl who loved the Ramones, a Ramones concert, then they took over the school and blew it up. We talked to her about our own rebellious yeah. school story. Oh, fuck, man. I, I got it's many, not, many episodes yeah. full. Oh, my gosh. I don't have as many. I wasn't I, a bad kid from the start. I was such a fucking rebel. My parents fucking hated me from 13, probably until I went into the Army. I mean, I would say that y'all liked me and that I didn't yeah. rebel very much. No, you, you and your sister didn't ever rebel. We waited for you to get to those moments and we were like oh fuck it's coming You're it's fucking coming the but rebellious it, it never did teen angst yeah and then you got fucking sucker punched by the mental illness yeah not <sighs> what y'all were expecting but no all right let's uh let's get into favorite parts i like the van <laughs> um i liked whenever they blew up the school mm-hmm. like the the hottest nerd ever was like a chemist and she mixed a bunch of different colored liquids that had dry ice fog coming off yeah them. i like you and were like they're she terrorists said, she said it to a fuse yeah how I, you know. a, a wireless pump thing mm-hmm. like the, you you pump the whatever that was hilarious i liked racking up all their charges like okay so they destroyed government property with the yeah. lady they fucking blew up the school now they're terrorists like they did so many bad things they did the dream things. Like, I would have loved to have a school blow up and I never have to go. Yeah. Yeah, I guess those parts. I And I love both times uh, in the bathroom with the line and they go in and go to Eagle Bauer's office. He, and yeah, he gets my bucket of chickens. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. My favorite part, I think just them taking over the school and just watching them ride motorcycles through there. There was somebody pulling two girls on skateboards with, with like a rope and just the yeah. trash everywhere. I, I remember in, in junior high on the very last day, and then I don't know how they didn't figure out sooner that, hey, we can't do this. We just threw papers everywhere at, at the end of the day. I've seen that before. Yeah, and we it was such a fucking, we were such enemies. Like just the whole institution of school was just a fucking enemy to to all of us. And just to... Be able to trash it and just the thought of that, that's that's probably my favorite part watching. Uh, of course, the Ramones, anytime the Ramones were, were yeah. singing, when that whole concert was fucking awesome. Riff Randall dancing, that always uh, that always did a little something for me. But The gym scene, too, where they outsmart mm-hmm. them, that was funny. Yeah, good stuff. All right, uh, Bucket of Chicken? Eagle Bauer. Eagle Bauer. I mean, he just, he wasn't in it a whole lot, but he was hilarious. He's the businessman. I like seeing... Like high school hustlers who are like very professional seeming, it's just funny to me. Yeah, I'm I'm torn because 52 year old Vince wants to give it to the Ramones for sure. <laughs> um, you know, 14 year old Vince, man, fuck, I loved Riff Randall. She really did a lot for me back then. <laughs> I never realized that she was old. Like I never saw her when I was a kid You're as being old. I was just milk. thinking this is just a. She could have been. She could have been a mom at that She's age. Twenty nine. Well, yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know, man. Um, fuck. I'm just gonna. I would have back then. It's a shame that she wasn't able to get it. Riff Randall, you get my bucket of chicken. Nice. All right. Score time. Um, I think I'll give it a ninety. All right. Yay. <laughs> I, I I don't think it really deserves a B. It, I fought myself a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I think ninety. I, I settled on it in the, like. <laughs> Like towards the end ish of the movie. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it has arguments for like an 88. Uh huh. That's I where like, I am. I'm 88. I think 90. Yeah. It's a fun movie. It was fun. It, is this like a, I mean, come on. It is what it is. It's it was not a lot the of fun. quality. No, I loved it when I was younger. I still loved it tonight. I, I'm glad it was pretty much exactly how I remember, except I didn't realize that Riff Randall was 29 years old during it. You know, she wasn't a high school girl like I thought weird. she was when, when I was a kid. And and that happens all the time in, in movies. They're like always older, like Matthew Broderick in, in Ferris Bueller. I, he, was, he was well into his 20s. Jackson or Jason or whatever in Hannah Montana. He was in his 30s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was something else like recently, like a blonde football player, like douchebag guy. Uh, they were like way old. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Valley Girl. 
Like that nasty guy with the blonde. Oh hair. yeah, yeah. And he was like fucking like forty five. No, I think he was like thirty two or something like that. <laughs> He's who I was thinking. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, blonde douche football guy. All right. Well, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed. It. Like Me I said, too. this movie was one of the movies that that kickstarted the idea for movie mugging, and uh, it uh, it gave birth to a dream, and the dream became reality, and the reality is happening right now. Thank you, Riff Randall. <laughs> Thank you, Ramones. Thank you, Miss Togar. Thank you, uh, Kate Rambo. All right, got anything else? I do not. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 108 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, Instagram and Twitter, at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to send us an email, moviemuggin at gmail.com. May 30th, we are putting out an episode called Make Us Cry. We need you to pick a movie that you think will make us cry. Guys, we're not getting a lot of entries, and I'm not real happy about that. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what's going on. Come on, man. Help us out. Make us cry. Fill up our bucket. So you can head on over to moviemuggin.com and click on the uh, Make Us Cry or suggest a movie that will make us cry or whatever it says. I can't even remember what it says. And uh, submit your suggestion. And if you want to, you can put your name and you can put your email in there. And if we pick yours, we'll give you a shout out and we'll give you a Movie Muggin sticker. Uh, appreciate you listening. Have a uh, Movie Muggin day. See ya. Hey ho, let's go. Gabba gabba. <laughs> Hashtag free the nipple.